You're listening to CounterTalks, Canada's podcast for the equipment and event rental industry. CounterTalks is a presentation of Canadian Rental Service Magazine. Now here's your host, Patrick Flannery. Okay, hi everybody and uh, welcome to CounterTalks. Pat Flannery coming at you from uh, the Canadian Rental Service B2B channel. Uh, today I have uh, Kevin Stanton here with me from Equipment Watch. Kevin, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Pat. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 nice to have you with me. Uh, we, uh, you know, here we are halfway through the year. We're in the sort of the 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 dead of summer. I thought it would be a great time to uh, just have a, a another look at the rates and all the great data that you guys collect. Uh, also, uh, used equipment valuation is something you're doing a lot of. Uh, you're always very kind about sharing that information on the Canadian side with us uh, for the for the magazine page, and uh, I always like to uh, to get you guys on for maybe a little a little deeper dive uh, once or twice a year, just so we can uh, keep everybody uh, abreast of any trends and and anything we see happening. But um, before we get going, Kevin, why don't you uh, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, tell us a bit about about your background and uh, what you're doing with Equipment Watch. Yeah, sure. So uh, my name is Kevin Stanton. I, um, I'm located just outside of Philadelphia in uh, the United States. Been uh, in the Northeast Corridor my entire life. Uh, professionally, uh, before I got involved with Equipment Watch, which will be uh, two years in September, I spent around six years in the construction equipment finance space. So that gave me uh, just like a great just understanding of just my favorite, just the ground level conversations with the contractors, with the end users, with the people on the equipment. Uh, you know, it's a it's a different culture, different type of conversation, which I was able to translate into my role with Equipment Watch, where now uh, I am part of the, the new business team. And uh, geographically, I'm responsible for the Northeast Corridor, some of the Mid-Atlantic, and then all of Canada as well, which is why this conversation makes sense. And this is why I'm you know, grateful to be on the show today, Pat, and and, and speak to you and uh, you know the home audience as well. Yeah, that's awesome. And 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 coming out of financing, uh, yeah, you'll have uh, you'll have had to delve all, all into all of this stuff for uh, for quite some time. I it, it's uh, that that that's really where the where the rubber hits the road as far as knowing what the rates are doing and what their impact is going to be on the market and 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 all that kind of stuff. So that's. Uh, that's great. Um, well, let's let's dive right into it. Uh, uh, looking at uh, looking at the Canadian numbers uh, for the last, uh, I guess, few months or however however long, whatever time frame you want to look at. Um, any any trends coming up to you, Kevin? Any any things that are standing out? Yeah, there was a few things um, just on the numbers that that really caught my eye. Uh, and just for reference, I um, I dug deep into Q one Q two in okay. the Canadian market for the rental rates. Yeah. And the first thing that really stood out when I went through, so your daily, uh, uh, average daily rates over quarter one, quarter two, they're up 4.3%. Average weekly rate up same 4.3%. Then your average monthly rate is up 2.5%. And then that being said, one of the major outliers that kind of kicked me in the face was uh, the rough terrain telehandlers. So the first thing I notice in the daily rate up about 11%. Hmm. And then in weekly, about seven and a half percent. And then in monthly, about 7%. Hmm. And then this was something, and I mean, in the daily, you had a range here, you know, some of them were flat. And then uh, 
telehandlers clearly are just ahead of the pack. There's, in my mind, when I see numbers like that, that says, okay, there's a demand. And then when I think about the demand, okay, what's the catalyst for that? And then me being um, where I'm at in the world, uh, I am aware of the the natural fire situation that you folks are dealing with up north, which uh, I know started um, around March and then the intensity really kicked up in June. So I knew that just, I mean, I'm not on the ground level there. I've had conversations with folks who were dealing with that. Uh, and I know it's a lot of emergency work. Uh, just there's an all hands on deck situation in market to market. So I can see where the demand would be there. And then those rough um, terrain telehandlers, they're fantastic for that particular kind of, uh, I would say, use case. You right. know, you're getting your materials in, you're getting your kind of debris out of those situations. So that to me, just off the bat was the first thing that I thought of as, and that's just pure speculation, but the numbers, um, you know, regardless of the speculation of the causality, the numbers say something. There is something that's triggering that demand there um, where the rental market has taken notice and, you know, they are capitalizing on that demand at the moment. So I'm curious, uh, just from your perspective, Pat, uh, you know, you're not on the front lines, but you're in that market. Uh, you know, what do you think, uh, what would your reaction be to just that particular piece of equipment being, I would say, the leader uh, in rate jump in the last two quarters? I think it's a great. I think that's. I think that's a a, a great idea. I think that's. Uh, uh, it, it's got to be something like that. Um, the, uh, the 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 fires and and uh, relief uh, Alberta and uh, Quebec. Um, especially, and well, I, I think BC always has fires this time of year. Um, they, 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 they do demand a larger machine, uh, than people may, uh, may sometimes rent, uh, just for, um, you know, putting shingles on a roof or something like that. Uh, you might use rough terrain there, uh, anyways, uh, if you're, especially if your, uh, uh, property lot is not, uh, is not finished. Uh, but, um, you, you for 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 the for the disaster relief and moving trees uh you need something pretty beefy uh and uh, and 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 something larger and something heavier um so uh yeah uh, that 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 that's fascinating actually we could be seeing the impact of uh, of the fires on 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 rental rates uh, uh, believe it or not um the other the other thing that sprang to mind a little bit as you were talking is um uh, I know uh, from some recent conversations I've had that um, some parts and supplies for uh, new telehandlers uh, are a little bit slow um, and deliveries remain slow, uh, especially on some larger and more specialized equipment like a, like a heavy telehandler. Um, what that, and, and obviously that's, that's on the, on the equipment purchase side of things. But but what what that means is there may be some rental stores out there who are short of supply of their of their usual telehandler offering or what the customer would normally get, and so they're forced to go and rent something more expensive, but something bigger uh, uh, than maybe what they what they normally would, uh, because deliveries have been slow on uh, on on new telehandlers in some some cases some some OEMs some areas. Um, that, that, that's the only other thing I could think of that, that, that could have some impact on that. Uh, although I, I think I like your fire theory better. Uh, that's, uh, that's, 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 that's probably, uh, that, that would have the more immediate, 
uh, a sort of impact maybe. But I, I, I think that I know from some conversations I've had that um, that rental stores are telling me, well, you know, we're we're kind of having to give people what what we got, you know, and and it isn't always the case that we've got exactly what they what what they're looking for, right? So, so again, that guy that guy who might have rented. Uh, 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 you know, something, something small or medium size for, you know, just for getting some shingles on a roof or something like that, um, that, or, or the landscaper, uh, you know, getting something for, for moving some, uh, some big blocks around or something. Um, they, they may have been forced to go up, uh, in, 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 in what they rent and, uh, that would impact rates. So there, there's, there's, there's my, there's my guess. So, yeah, no, th th those are uh, definitely concerns. There has to be some market forces behind that. And I like your take on that. Yeah. Uh, and that, so that number was the first one. The bigger ones always catch my eye. Mm -hmm. So another thing that I found um, just going through Q1 and Q2, that was promising just in terms of, okay, will we see some rate stabilization? Uh, Canada has done a great job managing inflation. I know this time last year, we were looking at, I think it was 8.1%. Now, at least I think in June, it was down to 2.8%. And another thing, huge relief, the fuel prices. Thank goodness. I think there was, a, yeah, I think went down 20%. So you're starting to see some of the other factors out there, which should stabilize the construction space. And I was hoping to see some examples where that translated maybe into uh, just flattening out with rental rates. And one thing that did... Um, the closest to that, which was almost totally flat, the the one category was dozers. So this was one, again, uh, when I go back and, and reference like the daily, weekly, and monthly across the board, on average, we're up, you know, three to 4%. But then you have your, uh, your dozer where the daily rate, we're down percentage point. Uh, weekly, we're up half a point. And the monthly, we're up less than half a point. So you're starting to see that where it's starting to flatten out. And then my mind, I always want to kind of lean on some of the economic factors where I'm hoping that's a play. But then there's also uh, you know, a few other situations in, in, in Canada that may have to um, affect on that, some speculation. I know housing market really cooled off uh, just with the fact that I, I believe uh, mortgage interest rates up almost 30%, I think, over the year. And then um, that really just kind of clashes with the fact that you guys do have a housing situation up there as well. That's yeah. been addressed before. I know uh, there was the statement, the Canadian Mortgage and Housing Corp. I think it was their line um, at the end of last year, you're going to need around 3.5 million homes by the end of 2030 to kind of close that gap. So you have that interesting kind of clash of situations where in reality, you would like to see the demand for that dozer go up. You would like to see, you know, that's kind of your early stages. You're bringing those in first to clear the land to get those projects started. But in quarter one, quarter two, that's fizzled out. And I even dug back a little bit deeper because that one really stuck out to me just to see, okay, where have dozers been at for the last year? And over the last year, basically flat, 0.3% in terms of rates going up. So that's another one where, you know, you take a couple steps back, you can kind of speculate and theorize um, you know, what's doing this, but the data itself, it is nice to see there's at least some category where you're going to get some relief on the end user side that, hey, this is starting to stable, maybe swing back down a little bit, um, you know, because things, especially I believe uh, pandemic time, the rates went up, like there was huge, huge shift 
where a lot of the end users weren't used to that before. And you're kind of seeing some turbulence. So at least you have some snapshot a year long where you can look and say, okay, we're getting some state rate stabilization. And the first category kind of leading that charge is your dozers, which is nice to see. Um, and it's nice to see that it's not just Q1, Q2. There's been some relief from a pricing perspective for at least a full year. Right. I, I just to clarify one thing, um, um, just it was just the way you said it earlier, Kevin. It sounded like you were saying Canadian mortgage rates are thirty percent. I think what you meant is a thirty percent increase, right? That the, the Canadian yeah. mortgage rates are not at thirty <laughs> percent. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not no. quite back to nineteen eighty two. Yeah, Thank you're God. correct. Man. I meant to say the. Yeah. Yes, they have gone up. Yeah, yeah. they haven't landed at thirty. Thank, not yet. <laughs> thank, thank you. Because if that if that was the if that was the case, I'm 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 walking away from my house <laughs> right tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, no, that uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Y your analysis is bang on. Um, uh, uh, you know the 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 interest rating. Well, first the inflation. Then the interest rate increases to 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 address that have absolutely flattened and 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 um and and suppressed uh, our our housing market here our housing starts our housing permits uh, every indicator for housing is uh, is uh, is down uh, <laughs> specific specifically with a dozer getting a permit to clear any land for a subdivision in uh, in uh, uh, certainly in Ontario these days uh, yeah you you can forget about it uh, they want infill. Uh, absolutely everywhere, uh, and uh, and and so you know, just this 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 ongoing inability, uh, uh, really of of us, our governments, our cities, everybody to 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 get that to 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 get anything moving at the rate it's got to move at on our in our housing market and and at the and at the and at the price point that the market needs. Unfortunately, this this is the. Well, whatever. I have a, I have a whole theory about if they would go ahead and build more expensive housing, it would free up the lower as people move up. It would free up the the, the lower thing. But anyways, uh, governments don't listen to me. Um, they, they, uh, they uh, but. Um, uh, uh, that, 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 so that's interesting that, 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 again, we see that, you know, we see these, these, these big picture effects, uh, uh, right on the dozer prices, uh, uh, limited increases, um, I, I was glad it, it, hearing you say that it, it it made me think that of course that's you know that's not great news for our listeners. Uh, 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 I, I think I think what maybe though was better news in all of that is um, and and you know part of the sort of the context of this Kevin is 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 you know there's been a drumbeat for a long time in the rental industry maybe maybe forever I I don't know this might be just a I think it's just a constant complaint but it's 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 a valid one. Uh, is that uh, you know people need to get their rates up like like I mean I mean this you know racing to the bottom and 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 you know living hand to mouth and and not having any margins on what you do uh, is, uh, is 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 no way to run a railroad and uh, and and too many too many companies uh, fall into that uh, you know desperate to you know uh, get the business and get the fleet out and uh and and so uh, certainly one of our, our 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 back page columnist adam snook has been beating the drum for years uh to say um you know come on people let's let's get with it and uh seeing that overall i think you mentioned about a four percent sort of average overall uh increase in uh, in canadian rates i know the contractors will shoot me but uh 
guess what? It's good news <laughs> uh, because we're actually, you know, we're actually seeing an increase that's a little bit, uh, it's, it hasn't been above the historic, like the, the inflation that it's reacting to, it's less than that, but it's, it's, it's above at least the current rate. And so, you know, you feel like, you know, maybe some headway was made there on, on, on what people are charging for their rentals. And, um, and, and I, I'm sorry, it's, it's needed. It, it's just a, it's just a thing that's, that's, that's needed for the business. And, uh, and I hope, uh, I, I hope everybody can, I hope everybody can take that as some encouragement that, you know what, if you feel like your rates need to be a little higher, don't be afraid, you know, go do it. Like, you know, make, you know, make, make, make the move because, you know what? You're never going to get a better time than now. Whenever, well, actually, you've you've missed you've missed the great the the real time because last 2021 and and 2022 were probably the time to really do it because that's when inflation was. You know, everyone was conscious that inflation was going crazy and and people wouldn't raise an eyebrow at a sharp rate increase. Uh, uh, and now now you're we're kind of coming out of it and. <laughs> You better you better watch it. So, uh, but anyways, that's 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 some that's some great insight from those numbers. Yeah, and, and you're right, Pat. And the big picture wise, it's a sign of a healthy market. And uh -huh. overall, like the rental space. I mean, when you look on the ground level, there's a lot of things going on. Um, but when you really really go high up, it's strong. It's yeah. and then it's been historically strong. And then even this year, I believe like they forecasted just growth to be um, you know, low single digits as opposed to just like you were saying. Yeah, th th there was a a kind of um, in someone's, I would say the perfect time when you wanted to take advantage of a situation, there was double digit growth the last two years. And then um, things kind of cooled down a little bit, but there is still growth. There's still growth. There's still promise. Everyone's view of the industry as a whole is very positive. And with that, if numbers keep on going up, the rates should keep on going up. Nothing crazy, but it's nice to see that mix and it's nice to see the growth. And that's a healthy attitude towards it because yeah. we all want the market to do well. We all, you know, we all have, you know, some sort of skin in the game, whether you're the contractor or whether you're folks like us that are supporting that industry. And it's a good sign. And then even um, uh, like a few other things that were promising that I looked at um, just from like a larger view as well. Um, when I compared, um, and this is just a snapshot, some of the data we have that we share with you as well. When you look at uh, just the North American market as a whole right now, when we take in rental rates from US and Canada, uh, when you take a look at that, one thing I saw when they compared um, Canada to the American market, Everything in Canada at this moment right now compared to the North American average is down in your Western side, your, you know, BC, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba, around 5% compared to the market overall. And then you get to your Eastern side, Ontario, uh, Quebec, and Newfoundland, they're down around 14%. But in the States, everything is flat at worst, at best up around 8%. And then in some of the areas, they're up 15%. So you do have that bigger view um, where, yes, right now inside Canada, very, very, very small percentage points where the rates are going up quarter over quarter, over quarter over quarter. But as a whole, for the North American place, or when you're talking about the North American rental market, you guys are still 
going down a little bit, which mm-hmm. is nice. You have that, you have that contrast and it gives you a snapshot where inside the house, yes, the rates are going up a little bit, but as a market overall, Canada is still in a good place. That's friendly for the end user compared to some of us down in America, where there is still that steady growth. You might not get, you know, the best deals, but ideally you want to have that variance and you can see, and another thing just compared to the Western and Eastern, I know that the Western, the economies they're driven by fracking that very, very, very sturdy. That's always going to be there. And then also on Eastern, your guys have done a, a very good job of funding some infrastructure upgrade projects and, and really focusing on that. So you have that variance where as a market, you guys are a little bit down compared to America, but internally, what you folks have going on, there's a lot of activity, a lot of things pushing, a lot of earth to be moved. And there's a lot of things where, you know, that infrastructure spending, I think that's pretty safe from some of the bigger economic issues it might face. And then the fracking itself, that's pretty safe as well from some of the bigger, you know, issues you folks have going on. So it's nice to see just as a whole, there is a bit of a difference, but the economies are, are, are strong and the rental is so strong as well. Just maybe not compared to the America where we're, uh, you know, not saying aggressively raising the rates, but there's always that upward trend when you take that snapshot compared to Canada and North America. So that's another thing that I wanted to bring up that my team briefed me on. And I found that in- interesting as well. I think, um, Am I am I correct that the U.S. housing market? Sorry, but sorry to go back to housing, but am I correct that the U.S. housing market has surged quite strongly, right? Uh, yeah. Coming out of COVID, right? Like I, 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 my understanding is that your numbers yeah. are really strong. As someone, as a millennial right now, who's you know trying to purchase a home, yes, it, it, in the last year, it's a, I would say it's aggressively surged. You're yeah. seeing. A bit of a cool down now, but overall, it's still it's still up there. It's still a very very hot market right now. Absolutely, Pat. Yeah, that's 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 my understanding. So I'm 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 going to suggest to you because of the broadness, uh, the sort of the, the the really broad impact on 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 markets from from the housing uh, uh, versus the 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 infrastructure projects, which tend to be here and here and here and here and not everywhere. Um, there, that, 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 that possibly that's a bit of what we're seeing is the strength in the American housing and building, like, especially building new housing, uh, market is going to drive, uh, uh, rates, uh, nicely. Um, and, uh, and, and, and again, it's a lagging, it's a lagging thing. I mean, rates don't adjust immediately when there's more business, uh, but the strength of the last couple of years, whereas whereas we've been in the doldrums since the the the, the initial like immediately with the initial round of uh, of interest rate increases, that that really impacts Canadian home buyers. I, th- I think even worse than American ones. I it it, it just you know it, it throttles everything up here when 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 the rates go up because you know people people depend very uh, have have gotten used to uh, uh, almost free money from banks uh, for houses for a long time. Um, so, uh, 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 that's part of it. Your, um, um, oil field, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a hard position to, um, to comment. I, I have to say on it. I was, I was talking a bit about it with some, uh, guys from Alberta, uh, a little while ago. Um, I don't get the sense that there's quite as much activity there. Um, I, I think that, that, that action, 
um, maybe uh, settled down. I, I think it was was sort of restricted a bit during COVID, and and hasn't quite um, and hasn't quite recovered out of it. Um, and uh, now, oil prices and oil prices have been yeah, well they're up. Uh, so that should fuel more activity in the in the in the oil fields uh, uh, big time. So I'm having trouble knowing why the West would be down at all, uh, unless again it is just down to the housing thing. Um, here in Ontario, Ontario, Quebec, those numbers are housing. Uh, that that's 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 what it is. I mean, I mean that's just that's just builders not building and subdivisions not being being opened up. That's that's. That, that's what's going on there i'm I, i'm sure and and yeah we have we have you know we have quite a bit of infrastructure spending going on and uh and and that's helpful uh but uh it, i don't think it uh, i don't think it can completely mitigate um uh what's what's sort of going on in the general market so good more 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 good stuff there kevin yeah so, and, yeah no, no, i'm sorry what was that yeah and, and yeah uh, sorry did you have another one you wanted to hit on the general trends or was so that in terms of so in terms of general trends for rental rates, those yeah. were the data points that really kind of you know jumped out at me. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I, I I tried to you know really just think at least theorize about some sort of speculative uh, opinions on what could be behind that. And then um, I do have just like some things from uh, the uh, the used equipment marketplace. The, the numbers that I went over um, from the Canadian used equipment marketplace, uh, just about some um, kind of unique things about the market and then the auction market that jumped out at me as well that I wanted to bring up because yeah. it does kind of piggyback and I don't want to, you know, stay on the, you know, the, the forest fire conversation for too much. But mm-hmm. when I went through and looked at the used equipment marketplace uh, again from Q1 to Q2, Overall, everything, um, you know, it's down around negative 3%. So I, I know a lot of that has to do with seasonality. I would assume at the start of the year, people are going to be, you know, building their fleet versus now, uh, it, you know, they should be on top of those pieces. But uh, there was one thing that I noticed, everything else. So all of the categories on the used equipment space were in the negative, except for uh, the internal combustion uh, lift trucks up three percent, so that's something that really kind of you know I didn't understand at first. After some conversations, I know uh, some of my team mentioned the fact that there was a time um, where uh, the warehousing space, like during COVID, like if there was a lot of activity there where you just kind of had some what, what would be dead time put to use, uh, and a lot of that you're going to use some of those lift trucks inside your warehouses. But that is the one piece of equipment um, that was the highest in terms of growth on the used equipment space from quarter one to quarter two. And then uh, behind that, you had, uh, you know, compact excavators. Your mini X's were up 2% Mm. from quarter one to quarter two. Mm. So the mini X's, they're great for, you know, the landscaping situations, ground clearing, basically like, I love those machines. You know, you can use them for anything, home jobs that aren't too crazy, and then also out in the field for cleanup. But I was just curious if you had some sort of take, like about the 
Internal combustion lift trucks. Yeah, the they, lift trucks are weird. Yeah, that's the, the, loop, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I'm going to go back to first of all the, the 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 compact mini excavators. Not surprising. That's that's disaster relief again too. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, again, the individual homeowner with a tree down, uh, you know, or 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 fire something. That's 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 100. Plus digging fire breaks. Um, very useful for that. Uh, you know, and 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 again. You know your big stuff. Your big stuff goes out, and then people have to get and use the the small stuff too. So basically, in those situations, everything goes out and everything's in use. Um, I had a great conversation with Blake Manning from uh, from All Choice in uh, in uh, Alberta uh, on my last podcast uh, about uh, uh, fire relief. And uh, man, uh, everything goes. Everything goes. I mean, it, it, it's all it's all needed. So so that that's except lift trucks. Uh, your 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 interior uh, uh, forklifts with their with their little tiny wheels are, uh, are 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 not too much use out there in the bush. Um, so uh, yeah, that that one. Uh, my thought while you were talking about that is that um, we we may be looking at a lag uh, there. Uh, you know, rates. Although, what what was your time frame on that change? That was still a quarterly change, though, wasn't it? That was a change this year. Yeah, that was Q1 to Q2. That was Q1 yes. to Q2. Well, well, that's 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 baffling to me, I guess a little bit. Uh I don't I mean the, the warehouse like warehouse is just sort of storming ahead unchecked crazy, you know. I I mean it's not quite what it was during COVID, but it's it it continued like I think the COVID, you know, sort of the dam broke and, 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 and all, all these projects kept going. I, I know here uh, in uh, London, Ontario, where I am, uh, uh, you know, we, we have a couple of big Amazon distribution centers being, being built. Um, and uh, you know, that, that just seems to be happening everywhere. Um, so, uh, you know, the, the, this could be a long-term, this could be sort of a, you know, a, a long-term trend in, uh, in, in lift truck prices uh, because, you know, you, you you're you're going to be able to get more for these, and your 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 fleet is going to be more in demand, uh, especially if you're in any kind of an urban area. Um, so uh, you know, maybe maybe load up on your lift trucks uh, because um, <clears throat> that's going to be out there. Um, now those places will buy their own uh, quite often. It's not like they're short of money, uh, but uh, they'll have fluctuating demand sometimes, maybe where they where they need other stuff. I mean the big the big use the big use in rentals for those things is plant shutdowns, right? Industrial factory shutdowns when they when they shut down for maintenance and they need to rent in a whole a whole fleet of uh, lift trucks to uh, to take care of stuff there. Uh, some agriculture use, but um, the uh, I I would I would I would say that's potentially more of a long term. Uh, yeah, trend just just due to increased demand from the from the warehouses. But I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. Anybody anybody listening? Anybody listening? Call in. Send me an email. We need explanations for why lift truck prices are going up, and we need explanations for uh, for uh, why why Alberta rental why Western rental rates are down. Uh, somebody, 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 come at us with these ones. <laughs> yeah, and and it's interesting because like like with the the lift truck kind of trend as well, at least in the marketplaces. When you look at the auctions, average everything down from Q one to Q two, everything's down eleven point eight percent, and then 
oddly enough, um, the two, again, equipment categories that have taken the, the least beating on here, number one, your um, mini excavators only down four and a half percent, which is the best of the, the class. And then oddly enough, again, the internal combustion lift trucks only down 8% as opposed to the average, which is 11%. So great explanation on your part, like those mini X's kind of like a Swiss army knife for yeah. those particular projects, especially everything kind of going on right now. But another kind of weird indicator, I know it's only Q1 to Q2, but the lift trucks, there may be something going on there. Um, and then even like the bigger picture, as you were saying, as we move to this kind of, logistical um heightened uh delivery same day kind of you know economy for certain um marketplaces that could be something going on in the background right now where just like you were saying it could be an early indicator that that warehouse space the delivery those types of projects are growing you know it, it might not be making the headlines but we can see i know with amazon I mean, I mean, this, at least in my part of the world, it's coming in same day, sometimes a day. Yep. It's just yep. things like that where yep. you don't even think about it on the back end, what's going into that and how do we even get to that point? But you're right. It's, it's warehouses. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a massive growing thing. You, you know what? I, I should, I, I, I messed up a little bit because I, I, I think I was thinking rates when we were talking about lift trucks, but that was, that, that's talking about values. You, you were talking about valuations on, 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 on used equipment, right? Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. So, 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 and then, and then what we're seeing in the other valuations are, are, are now, and, and these are Q1, Q2 variations on this year. So what we're seeing is fallback from the increases uh, that occurred that occurred during during COVID and when supplies were so restricted, right? Uh, uh, with, with the big the big supply chain crunch uh, starting in 2021, going through 2022, uh, we're we're seeing fallbacks from those from those from those high price situations, right? And and I think what we're seeing there is that that is that the 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 lift trucks probably probably. Aren't aren't getting that aren't getting that same fallback. I I don't think that they had the same shortages, and 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 I don't think that um, I don't think they've had a reduction in demand uh, due to uh, uh, due to some of the factors we've been talking about, like the housing. Um, so so that I I think what we're seeing there's less. It's it's not a case of any. It's it's a less fallback uh, type type situation, right? And a slight increase because the warehouse stuff is still going. Um, I, I'm not explaining this very well, but the, 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 um, the other categories, uh, uh, yeah, the, 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 these are all climb downs, uh, uh, and, 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 and backing off. I mean, I mean, used equipment, those valuations, well, you tell me, I mean, they went crazy during that supply chain crunch. I mean, it was, it was a massive spike in, in, uh, in, in the cost of, uh, of used machinery, right. For a while there. Yeah. And at that time, that's when I was just getting out of the equipment finance space. And you would talk to folks uh, where mom and pop rental houses were getting phone calls where people were driving by. Hey, is that for sale? Hey, I see something on the front lawn. Hey, because you would call your local rep and the lead time was three quarters out, four quarters out. Yeah. And then it was so ridiculous that, hey, we can give you a, a quote today. But when that piece of equipment arrives on our dock, we're going to have to update that quote. And then you have kind of this pandemonium going on in that marketplace where 
everything kind of fell back to the used equipment. Mm-hmm. Hey, we need, just like you were saying, you, in those situations, you know, you might not get your dream piece, but you're going to have to go out and find a piece of equipment to get that job done. And the values were insane for a while. There was a lot of volatility. Um, and just like you were saying, yeah, maybe what we're seeing right now is some of the spaces that didn't get as wild and some of the equipment categories that didn't go as ridiculous as they did during that demand crunch. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's an indicator that they didn't have to you know, be corrected as much as opposed right. to the other ones where, right. yeah, yeah, there, there, there had to be a reckoning at some point yeah. um, because yeah. it, it, it was an intense time. Uh, for equipment values and the market is you know still very strong but you're not having to deal with the huge supply um, chain issues that just you know it was almost like a hockey stick where you were flat and then boom you had a huge jump for a long time yeah there was no way there was no way used equipment valuations thank goodness we're going to stay uh, uh, uh like that and and i mean that's and that's one thing that you know, separate from general inflation and inflation on new equipment, um, it, it's going to be a little less sticky, right? I mean, I mean, the the, the offers the offers on the equipment are going to are going to fall back very quickly uh, when people aren't so desperate, uh, and uh, and that's I I think that's 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 what we're seeing on the uh, used equipment uh, valuation. So, uh, any other points on uh, on 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 used equipment, Kevin? No, that the, those were the things that okay. really kind of um, jumped out at me. Um, and and I I like that we kind of riff there and 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 yeah. I 100% am you know on your side with with you know there, there had to be some sort of correction there there had to be um, a couple categories uh, that, that that were outliers and may not necessarily be to demand but just the market itself it had to be corrected at some point and That's we're seeing right. a little bit of relief there which yeah. is nice so let's so let's so let's move let's move right into our. Uh, into our legal, uh, uh, legally risky, forward-looking statements section of the podcast, uh, where we, uh, you know, how they always put in the in the in the stock reports, uh, you know, uh, this may contain forward-looking statements. This is where I this is where I challenge you to put your put your neck on the line and uh, give us a little forecast or what you think is coming, uh, and uh, and and offer all caveats for uh, the cloudiness of our crystal ball in these matters. <laughs> What do you, what do you, yeah. what do you, what do you, what do you think looking ahead, Kevin? What's it look like? Still, I, in a word, healthy. Um, just like, as I was saying before, like you're going to see the rates go up. And when you look at it big picture wise, it's a great sign. Yeah. Um, I know as an industry overall, a lot of people thought that we were going to have growth this year, just slower growth. And I know Q1, Q2, uh, we're pacing ahead of that. Uh, and I think Q3 and Q4, where it, the, I, I don't think it's going to go crazy. But as you get to see some of the economic situations cool out a little bit, like inflation, um, you are going to still see, like, I, I feel like the knee-jerk reaction is, oh, this is just this pricing, these are just the sticky prices from when there was that demand, you know, uh, and the rental companies are, are, are having a hard time coming back from that. But uh, like, just like you were saying, the rates had to go up. There had to be a time, like just, it, it, it had to happen. So my kind of risky statement, I, I, I would say there's going to be more of the same, more of positive growth. Uh, and we're going to see, just like we talked about, 
some of the things corrected over the last two years, which is a good sign. But overall, like, it's nice to see that the rates are up. Um, it It is. It, it, it's good for the industry. And it also means that the work is there. Um, and I know the housing side, I really firmly believe that there is going to be a point in the next couple of years where you're going to get that perfect storm. There is that housing need that has to be addressed. Mm -hmm. Right now, there's forces in the market that aren't conducive to that explosion. So I guess my risky statement is that's, I feel like right now, not that great, depending on what side you're looking on it, but there's a powder keg there of demand and the folks that will supply that demand. And once you get that perfect storm, or, or even once that storm starts to let up, uh, just like you were saying, like the mortgage rates, it's a crazy time right now. But once you see some of that relief, I don't know how long it's going to be, but you should see a nice boost where we're not going to have to depend on uh, the reliability of the infrastructure spending, the you know, the fracking market. There should be that organic growth from the housing market that's going to drive a lot more. So right now you're seeing growth, steady growth in a time where folks thought we were going to slow down. But I really feel like you're going to benefit from a perfect situation. The demand's there. It's been cooking. It just hasn't had the right ingredients yet where it should result in something that I think your, your, your housing market and new housing should drive a lot of growth. I don't know when. I know it's in the future, but it's there. It's something that's been um, cooking for a while. And once the market presents some nice or some once the market at least presents some indicators that that is going to um, lighten up and be a great situation for that type of work, I feel like it's going to explode. That's my kind of risky uh, prediction there. I feel like it's a situation that's cooking. Um, it, it's just one when it's ready to go, it, it's, it's going to be great for everybody in that market. In my opinion, you're bang on. Um, um, there's no, there's, there's no question about the demand. We saw that during uh, during COVID. Um, uh, and by the way, uh, Kevin, I, but something that I thought of. One of the reasons we're so, we're so much more rate sensitive here uh, uh, with our house with our Canadian housing market is because we can't claim mortgage rate interest uh, on our tax return. That that is not a write off for us. Uh, so that's that's a that's that's a big difference in 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 the two uh, uh, U.S. and Canadian markets. I don't know if all states are the same, but uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's pretty common there that you could. Well, federal, yeah, federal. It would be all the same for federal. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're able to claim that as a tax write off, and you can't do that here. Um, so that makes us very twitchy about the rates. Um, and um, uh, anyways. The demand is 100% there. You are correct. We saw that in COVID. What ha what happens when 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 people are more or less just given an opportunity to they they they, they go berserk on 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 housing. Um, the uh, the uh, the holdups. Uh, uh, the rates are already easing off. As you said, we've got our inflation back down to two point something. What did you say? Eight, I think, percent or something like that. Um, uh, 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 that yep. Yep. And and and. You know, so that's getting damn close to that two percent sweet spot where that where that where the central bank and and actually you're right. It's frankly amazing we've been able to come that close. Even like I I thought the central banks were going to have to throw up their hands and just basically say, well, I guess we'll have to live with three or four percent, you know, for a while. 
you know, uh, but, but, you know, they, they seem to have throttled us enough to, uh, to, to, to get it back down to, uh, to something close to that. And, uh, and, and, you know, if, if, uh, if, uh, anything is, uh, if they, if they get, um, if they get even close to that, uh, I, I think we're going to, you know, we've probably seen the last of the rate hikes. We, we just had one, but it's, 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 it's slowing down. So, so that you're right, bodes very well for our, a, a return in surge in demand and a surge in interest, um, in, uh, in, in probably in the new year. Um, the, the, uh, other thing uh here is uh there are jurisdictions in canada uh where uh the politics is changing uh and uh and 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 you hear uh federal and provincial uh leaders talking uh, uh a lot about housing 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 need to build need to build those those numbers you talked about the millions and millions that will will never get done there's there's no way we're we're going to be able to get that and 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 but but there's a lot of a lot of political forces saying we need to do some different things. Certainly in Ontario here, some people love it, some people hate it. Uh, but the, the the government here has has really um, you know made some legislative changes, devolved some power to municipalities, things like that, to try to get the ball uh, rolling on more building. And um, and and as 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 that kind of thing uh, continues to pick up momentum. Uh, I think that uh, I, th I think there's a there's there's a strong chance there for another big surge in housing. So, yeah, your 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 forecast to me is 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 bang on. We've got uh, opportunity ahead. We've got uh, uh, better availability of new equipment uh, again as the supply chain has uh, eased off. Um, we've got some uh, more reasonable used equipment uh, valuations. Uh, so if you need to add to your fleet. Um, I guess that's not so great for selling your fleet, but whatever. Uh, and uh, and uh, you know we've we've got uh, we've got some possibly better conditions ahead, right? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's it's one of those things where regardless of everything else going on in our part of the world, construction still keeps on moving. The, the, I mean, the labor shortages is, is an issue that is like a day to day issue, uh, but they're adjusting. And then big picture-wise, the projects, they're getting completed. They're still moving. The backlogs are getting filled up. They're, they're, there's there's always, at least in my conversations day-to-day, -day, there's optimism. You know, there is kind of that BS that they have to deal with and go through. But overall, it's a good time to be in the space. Uh, and I feel like it's very, very resilient. And then, you know, if these types of moments can provide flat to low growth imagine when things really kick up and we yeah. get that kind of relief yeah i it's it's a great time to be in this space and i feel like it's really going to get better fantastic well that's a great note to end on uh we've we've, we've pretty much uh uh hit, hit everything here we had to we we had to talk about um let before we go though uh people can get from equipment watch uh very detailed reports uh on all of this um, why don't you uh, why don't you tell our friends uh, where people would go if they want to uh, get more information, get more sort of formalized, laid out information, get all the charts and graphs, all the pretty pictures. Uh, what's uh, where, where 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 do we go for more, Kevin? Well, so the easiest place equipmentwatch.com, mm -hmm. and we do uh, if you go to the section, it's uh, resources, reports, webinars, and more. We're always putting out. Uh, I know we have the quarterly updates of. 
follow uh, the rental rates. Um, I mean, and right now we've got some some great white papers on the state of the construction equipment economy that you can check out. A lot of studies on just brand worth, which is um, something interesting. As we saw in the last couple of years, a couple of players emerged during that um, turbulent time when it came to supply chain. So you get to see studies on that. And it's just um, a good resource. So equipmentwatch.com and then resources and reports, webinars, and more is going to be a great place for you to get some, you know, some data and some reports. Recommend it. The information is excellent, uh, backed by uh, by people who know what they're doing uh, with the numbers, uh, who I am not one of them. So that's, uh, don't don't depend on me. Uh, go to Equipment Watch <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 and get your numbers. Kevin Stanton, Equipment Watch, thank you so much for joining me on Counter Talks today. Great conversation. Yeah, I enjoyed it, Pat. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us for Counter Talks. You can find Counter Talks episodes online at CanadianRentalService.com or on the major podcasting services. Counter Talks is a presentation of Canadian Rental Service Magazine.